What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Channel Blue Jay? My name's Anthony, and I'm recording live and direct from the Billy Shears Podcast Studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. This is the Blue Jay Podcast number six. Welcome to the six, running through the six with my woes. Oh, man. Okay, so we recorded this last night. The Blue Jays were in Baltimore playing the pesky Baltimore Orioles. Um, when we were recording, the Jays were winning. As soon as we hit stop, uh, the Blue Jays start to lose. So we'll take the blame for this one as long as the Jays win the next one. Hope you guys enjoyed. The coach, Mike Perconi, came in. Bob Walker came in. We recorded a good one. A very, very tight. Um, it's 90 minutes, so it's a little bit longer than we, we usually go. But it, it is jam-packed. I promise you won't regret it. Please support the people that support the show. This show is sponsored by 2020 Print Media, 905. 609-7979 take care of all your promotional needs uh, then after 30 shirts, decals stickers, all done by those guys uh, thank you so much for supporting them as well as the OG when it comes to sponsorship for the podcast Superior Fish Painting Company 289-979-9000 mention the podcast get 10% off your quote anywhere in the GTA with that being said, folks, I love you guys. Thank you so much for my dream, for helping my dreams to come true. Uh, the shirt sold out. The podcast is rising. We're on Google Play. Um, if you're if you're on Android, first of all, if you have Google Play and you have iOS, uh, the podcast option isn't available. And on Android Mobile, it's not. But it is on desktop. If you want that option, uh, go Google Play Music under the podcast. Type in for Thirty Podcast. Thank you so much. It's been a huge. We've had a huge bump since moving to the um, the Google Play. So thank you so much for all that stuff. Hope you guys enjoy. This one is instant classic. Jay's o'clock. Jay's time, Jeez. motherfucker. All right. Uh, ready to pop them, boys? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Go, Jay's go. This is the Not After 30 podcast. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. All right. I didn't expect a little bit. All right. Lovers of the Toronto Blue Jays and fans of the Not For 30 podcast, my name's Anthony. I'm joined by always, by always? By always. By always, <laughs> the coach Mike Perconi, Bob Walker, a.k.a. Waka Flocka, Woo! a.k.a. Jesse the Man. Uh, we just cracked a couple beers. I've got Amsterdam Seasonal Series. It's um, good stuff. Orange Wise, Summer White. It's nice. It's very nice. Light, easy to drink. Good to go. I'm in. I got the Headstock India Pale Ale by Nickelbrook Brewing. Uh, it's actually pretty strong. It's got an IBU of 80, so it's quite hoppy. Yeah. 7.0 uh, strong beers. So uh, I'm in for uh, some angry tyroids again, I think, this time. Perfect. Jesse, what you got, bro? I'm going with a little classic Creamore Springs, uh, Lot 9. It's a lot. Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good, actually. All right. I guess we're all going to be happy. I mean, we got a lot to celebrate. Yeah, sure we do. Where do you guys want to start? 
how great we are. Da na 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 na. Jay's talk. Is that is that taken? I think that's taken. Okay. Um, welcome, guys. This is the August edition, episode number six. Number Already six. August. Welcome oh. to the six. Throw up, <laughs> throw up three on each hand. Um, this is the Blue Jay edition, not for thirty podcast. What's up, Jesse? Not much, man. I'm fucking ecstatic to be here, oh. especially after this month. Isn't it good to be a Jays fan? Yeah. Oh, coach. Yeah, it's funny. I was kind of reflecting on where we were at last year and uh, at this time, and I think last year I was a little bit more nervous, whereas right now I'm a lot more confident because we've been here, even though we're not on some 75% winning streak for the last two months. Um, it, it feels good. I, I love this. I love the way this team is stacking up. I feel uh, really, really excited, and I'm not. You know, I feel like we talked about this early in the year. Everything we got last year was so awesome that how can we not enjoy what's going on here? And uh, I think our team is just stepping up. I think it's a more well-rounded team. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm also liking a lot what I'm seeing out of the the little moves that the uh, management made. They've made believers out of me, man. And you and, know what? And you know what? It's it's a nice feeling to have that faith in your organization again, right? Uh, I on that point, I feel like we have been just waiting for the, the new administration to fuck up so we can pull their pants down and fuck them so hard. Mm-hmm. We're Toronto fans. That's what we do. We and wait we, we for the shit it. to yeah, happen. Yeah. And you know what? They, they, you're right. They have been making moves to, to better or well-round the team much much smarter. I mean, it's so we're going to talk about some of the new additions uh, since the trade, line, trade deadline. But first, I think that the best thing to do is recap some of our predictions from last month. Let's do it. Let's get All it. Right. So July predictions. Mike started by saying Martin's going to hit five home runs uh, and have an on-base percentage of 3.30. Mm. Didn't he do that in New York? Like, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable, this guy. You also said Stroman was going to win four games. Okay. So um, Martin has it eight home runs. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, I guess we'll, I guess wow. we'll take that. So yeah. your yes, your prediction was right and some. Sure. Um, and with an on base percentage of three eighty eight. Wow. Yeah. That's so, amazing. So I mean, really surpassed the projection you made for him, which is no one's gonna argue with that. No, He's that's great. Yeah, he, isn't he like yeah, even playing DH? Fantastic. Uh, oh, he l- deserves it. Who did, else would you have rather have the lineup? Go. There Every go. time he comes up to the plate, I'm fired up now. Yeah, yeah. it's like here he's we go. He's seen the ball. He's 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 got his swing. And to, to consider that the first month and a half of the season, unfortunately, he was batting like one one seventy six or something crazy. Wow. So with that being said, Jesse. Well, wait, wait. What was oh, Stroman's? Well, for oh. okay. Oh, that's right. Sorry, Stroman goes. He's uh, officially one and one okay. in five games. Okay, so, so you know what though? He looks fine. Honestly, yeah. it was tough he's losses. sort of flying under the radar of what's what are some excellent performances from Hap and Sanchez and oh, Estrada and even Dickey for that matter. To be yeah. honest with you, so I, I I'm not too concerned about Marcus. I'm actually pretty comfortable with him as our like our four starter. I also believe that he is. I think he has two losses by one run. Okay, so oh, there you I, go. I mean, that, that, that that's one. That's key. Yeah. Texas Leaguer, and that's a different ballgame. You right? know, there you go. Yeah. All right, Jesse. Okay. You said <laughs> Batista was going to hit. Oh, sorry, I'm reading the results. Okay. You said Batista was going to hit 10 home runs, and you said the Jays and Sox were going to be tied for first in the East. Wow. So, I mean, the, the Jays are in first. Boston's uh, two games behind? Two games behind, yeah. Okay, but I mean, I'll take, but I'll take this rally over the prediction for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Batista, I mean, got injured. Um, took two weeks out of the month, so that call that one a watch. I was just yeah. hyped yeah. up from that home run when we were watching. We were watching, and he yeah. did it. <laughs> that that Toronto Boston prediction, like, yeah, I didn't get it right or whatever, but uh, that was more me th- thinking that 
uh, Baltimore was going to fade away a bit. Yeah. Because you never count out Boston. And right. sometimes Yankees. Starting to see right now. And, exactly. And before we played the Twins and swept them, you were bang on with that. Yeah. So we record four days ago. It's mm-hmm. a different story. That's it. Uh, I only made one prediction last month, and it was Tulo's going to hit five home runs in August. Um, Tulo hit five home runs. Nice. So I'm a genius. 100%. <laughs> you know, 100%. Congratulations. I'll t- you know what? I, I, it might be a, a recurrent thing. I think I did the same thing last month. I'm not saying I could see the future, but we should definitely get some real estate down Blue Jay Way. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Okay, um, so that, so uh, we'll go over the, the team record. Oh, sorry, you also rec- you also predicted the team. Re- we all t- predicted the team record. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, I'm going to just go back. I was going through my notes last night, and I realized um, I need to go back to grade one because my penmanship is horrible. And I was okay. like, I was trying to figure out what I was writing. Yeah. Okay. So Jesse, you predicted a fifteen and three. Mike, a very impressive seventeen and eleven. And I predicted a five hundred month at fourteen and fourteen. Uh, now there are still two games left, including tonight's game and tomorrow's game. Yeah. So those being a wash, the Jays right now are sixteen and ten. So your predictions are wow. almost right there. I'll take eighteen and ten. Instead. So How's that sound? Excited. Yeah. yeah. So. So I mean, Jesse, like you're you're slightly off. Mike, you you're basically if they split the, the next two games, yeah. you're you're money and I'm way off. So I'm not really a genius. You seem to be the genius in the group on this point. So okay. um but I shows mean, how important we thought this month was and right? what we were expecting from them. Yeah. Now, uh, a stat that I'm starting to be more and more of a fan of, the one run loss. Jays in the month of August had four losses by one run. Four losses, boys. They're there. And there's a one nothing game in that. Sure. Yeah. You know, so that you know, that's something. Well, we that, started off talking about like it's the free, especially the first couple of months of the season. Everybody was, uh, and it wasn't just us; it was the entire baseball media was talking about how good the Chicago Cubs were, how they were on this record pace. Well, since July the first, we're the best team in baseball. Suck it. So you know what? Chicago's starting to fade. We're picking it up. This is exactly what we want, boys. This is yeah. exactly what we were hoping for. And how great is it that they're heating up? Going into the last month before the playoffs, I said that man, we're, oh. the, we're that late starting team. You've been always. saying it for months. You've been saying it for months. It's just something about Toronto. I don't know what it is. When the cold weather starts to hit us, yeah. we you know we're cool as a cucumber. We start to go. The testes rise a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. All right, uh, gentlemen, uh, just covering the team record. Are you guys happy with sixteen and ten? I mean, absolutely. How can you? No, be, I'm, how, I'm actually really disappointed. I was hoping uh, twenty nine <laughs> and one, yeah. please. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the trade deadline. It passed. Um, There's a handful of pickups that they picked up. Uh, quickly going over them. Yeah. Uh, Benoit Upton, Lariano, Lariana, Lariano, and Fieldman are the probably the big the big names out of that. Sure. Uh, not to include another name that came later, but. How do you find these guys are fitting in? Are they fitting in? Is it is it all is it all gravy or is it kind of hit or miss? Well, I've just been loving the veteran pickups we've been doing all year. Right. Okay, you've they're, been saying it too. I, I'm telling you, man, these journeymen. We're gonna get into it. There's something about these guys that they've had their ups and downs, and they come into this team with a winning attitude, and I'm just impressed. So I'm like you guys have been saying. Maybe I'm not as into the management as I thought I would be at this point, but they haven't done anything to upset or make my opinion more negative, worse about them. I'm, I'm starting to come around, so I'm excited. Right on. Yeah, I think I think how we feel about them going forward is going to determine how they deal with Edwin, Batista, and any other potential free agents in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key. But referring to those players, I'll do a quick hit on each of them. Benoit, 
man, he was throwing 96 miles an hour last night. Right. Most, you know, <laughs> right? like unbelievable. For a 39-year-old guy, I heard them talk about it on the, on the broadcast. Between him and Gurley, 39 years each, so yep. almost 80 years of life experience, almost 40 years of major league experience, this is their last shot. Yes. And you know what? They're a bit more fit than Latroy was last year. Mm-hmm. I love Latroy. I think he was good for the bull. I think he was good mentorship for Osuna. But on top of that, these guys are getting the results. And I don't see any signs of either of them slowing down. Everybody's finding their role. You got Biagini in there, who I love. Mm-hmm. A great little weird character in the bullpen. Yeah. Everything's coming together. We still need that left-handed arm, and I bet you we're going to see it sometime between today and tomorrow. I think we're going to wow. get one more. I think these guys are going to go out and, and make the small tinkering uh, moves that they need to be successful. Um, Upton, man, he is a skilled ball player. And you know what? He's hit or miss, swing for the fences. He looks terrible sometimes at the plate, but what speed, eh? You know what? I don't know if it's more visible than when Revere did it or not, or maybe he's just getting it on in more impactful situations, or maybe he just wants it more because he's older and he realizes that, man, this is a really good team, and I got out of San Diego and came here, right? But I like I like him in left field defensively more than Saunders. Mm-hmm. I can see the Blue Jays making a shift to try and get Jose out of the right field and bring him into the DH and keep Edwin at first through the entire playoffs. I think that's the way it's going to happen. And probably you know, the only time you see Jose play right field is in the World Series when you got no DH, right? But um, I thought that was a great pickup, and it, we, we're paying him nothing next year. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. That's the best thing about these deals. Liriano, swingman, maybe the fifth starter. Probably not going to start in the playoffs if all four of our other studs are going. Maybe that's your lefty arm solution. And Feldman looks strong. He's that he's that blowout guy that's going to help save our innings and arms in September, and then maybe pitch a couple of mini- meaningful at bats in the postseason. I think they were all smart moves. I think they were uh, they didn't obligate you one way or the other. But you know what? This this team's willing to take on salary with Liriano. It's willing to take on a little bit of term with Upton for for the short term game, and and I, I can appreciate that. These guys, I I thought for sure that Shapiro and Atkins were robots. Right. Were guys that were interested in saving Rogers money, which lit a fire under me in episode four. Mm. Well, you know... One of my favorites. Yeah, and you know what? Now I'm starting to turn around. Maybe they are a little bit more in tune with what we all want here, and, I, and I'm really excited. They haven't dampened my spirits on what's been in a pretty incredible run the last two months. Do you want to add anything to the pickups? Uh, just, we haven't really talked much about Upton before what Coach just said, but like you said, when he comes up to bat, kind of like, okay, I hope he at least can ground it out. But once he gets on base... Yeah, I'm fired up. That's like, where the that's magic starts. Because he's going to run. Yeah. And I'm excited whoever's behind him coming up to bat. I just hope Upton gets on base. But once he does, he <clears> takes <throat> off. I yeah. think there's a place for him in, in the postseason roster for playing. Sure. I, and if it's not, you know, it, it could be a little lefty-ready split with Saunders because you got to have the left-handed bat sometimes, especially if you're facing a strong righty. I understand that. But I think that, you know, up, he's going to make a great eighth-inning pinch runner for uh, whoever, uh, you know, uh, Batista, if he gets on base. Right. He's going to be a solid role player, and that's what they've done. They've strengthened without taking away, and I, I think that's great. One thing that Atkins said on <laughs> Fan 590 last week was that where do you make this team really better? Like, who do you take out to put somebody better in? And mm-hmm. they did it. Well, let's lead into the other one. I hope I'm not stepping okay, on you. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I, I got it. Yeah. You got flow. You You're got right. Flow. You're right. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not that, but I, I do want to mention some things. Uh, you know, uh, talk, uh, hearing, uh, Will, oh, what's the guy's name, Wilmer? That, uh, Mike Wilner, yeah. 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 Talk about it. He said, uh, you, know, you look at Benoit being your possible seven or eight guy, any yeah. guy. You've got uh, Grilly in there as well. Uh, do you guys know his Twitter handle, tw- Twitter handle by any chance? Grilled cheese. Yeah, Grilly cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, the age of these guys is all a factor to really knowing it's your last shot. Uh, it, it's, it's, I, I, love, I love the idea of all these guys. Uh, Upton, 
I was watching, so I had the MLB app. I was watching at work, as you know, folding some towels, mm-hmm. not really like, slow down, slow time. He hits that, that last week when he hits that inside the park. Inside or the, 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 that call the, back. The, the, the triple, whatever. Yeah. Little league home run. Little, yeah, yeah, little yeah. league home run. Yeah. When he hit that, I ran out of, out of our little on, <laughs> laundry area and I went and grabbed the only other guy that I work with like check this out he's like oh cool you know like it's so it was just like a cool moment yeah uh, and, and we need magic like that I to win World so Series you need magic like that yeah. we need the luck oh, we need the bounce you know yeah. totally so up then I'm a fan of and I was so worried because I even I even posted on social media that before he hit his first home run as Blue Jays I was like why are we wasting this guy's time right. Saunders someone whatever and he hits a home run perfect and I, I think he's had three home runs now as a Blue Jay, or three or four home I runs. I think, well, yeah, if you don't count the inside the parker, it's right. three. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's fine, and, you know, we're going to get that. He's uh, boomer bust, man. You look at yeah. his swing, he's either going to hit the crap out of the ball, or he's going to do nothing. He's right. strikeout or, or get on base, but once he gets on base, it's all, he's going to turn singles into doubles, doubles right. into inside the park home runs. That's the kind of speed you're getting from a guy. Okay. He's a playoff guy, yeah. too. He's yeah, a playoff. He always sure. picks it up for the playoffs whenever he's on a team that makes it. Okay, so Upton, I think we're all, we're all thumbs up on him. Mm-hmm. Very thumbs up. Ben, right while we're all thumbs up on. Love, love the veterans, man. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lariano, Lariano, where, 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 where do you think this, this is going to go? I'm still wait and see with him. I Honestly, he might be more of an addition for next year. I don't know where he's hmm. going to fit in exactly because I see the playoff starting. We, we all know it's a four-man starting rotation in the right. playoffs. And quite frankly, you may not even see, you might be three in the first round because you only got those five games depending on spacing, right? right? You may just come out with your three guys or you may win three straight or lose three straight, right? right. So um, I don't see him uh, surplanting who I see as, as our ace is Sanchez, mm-hmm. Estrada, Hap, and Stroman. I think those are your four starting guys. So I don't really see a place for Liriano outside of maybe some spot left-handed work if they don't go out and get some other lefty specialist to uh, kind of ease our minds on what Cecil's been doing. Because as much as right. we all have a fondness for him as a long time, <laughs> one of the longest-serving Blue Jays on this squad, yeah. he's not getting it done right now. Yeah. And none of us are going to feel comfortable, including Gibby, putting him out there in the postseason right it, now. It's so. scaring me so much. Yeah. With, with, with Cecil, and you want to believe after the great second half he had last year, yeah. but it's nowhere to be seen, and it's hurt. it hurts, man. You know what? If Liriano can find strike one, if he doesn't go out there wild and stuff, he has, like, you've seen his slider. Mm. Disgusting. Oh, one of the best scary. in baseball. Scary. It's like He's, a magic trick. Yes, exactly. So if he can go up there and establish it with a fastball, get ahead of it with a fastball, and throw two of those dirty sliders in against a uh, Chris Davis in a wild card playoff game or against, uh, you know, a David Ortiz in an in a ALDS, that's, the, that's, that's where I see him coming in. Right. Uh, but... Unless there's some kind of injury or something doesn't you know doesn't work out properly, I don't see him starting this year. But he's a great starting option for next year. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't want to get into Fieldman, but I do want to get into Navarro. Mm-hmm. And welcome it's back. An, it's an welcome nostal- back. It's right? a nostalgic thing for me almost because yes. as soon as you as soon as he gets back, even though nostalgia shouldn't happen after a year, it's like <laughs> you see him. You see these pictures of him with the cigar and the policeman's cap and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like you're like, yeah, that guy was the man. Yeah. And he what. He solidifies the team unity and sort of brings back that old school flavor of the yeah, last year. You're right. I really feel like yes. that was it. I don't even know he's going to play that much. He'll get a little bit of spot. I think he'll play a bit in September to right. ease Russ off, to give him some breaks and stuff like that. 
But, I mean, you talked about where can you make upgrades. Well, you make an upgrade where Dickey's probably not going to – he's our sixth starter. He's going to get burlied in the playoffs, right, right? right? So you bring in Navarro. He catches once in a while to, to let Russ off, and he makes everybody smile again because yeah. they remember what a great guy he was. And he ties in the Dominicans with the pitchers. And it's, yeah. it's, like, it's just really, really smart um, a, a non-baseball move. Yeah. Like a personnel move for yeah. the team, you know? Yeah. You, you had the Kawasaki last year, even though he was a, you know, a little bit of zany. I, I think he, he was good at bringing the team together. Yeah. This guy is just going to bring. It's just going to. It's going to bring up all those fond memories from last year, and it's going to gel the team together even more. And and I think, God forbid, if anything were to happen to Russ, it's a it's a, a feasible stopgap. That's not Eric Kratz and the Miners or Josh Toley, who's just not good enough, no matter how much you like the guy. And and that's a good tie in the Josh Toley saga, I guess you want to call it, with Dickey most likely not not going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't look like he's going to pitch at all. Right. Yeah, and, and that being said, you've got now, uh, Josh Tolley got designated to the minors. Did he clear, I think he cleared waivers. He cleared, he cleared waivers. Um, we, uh, if Unless the Red Sox try and sign him to screw right. us, right. we'll probably have him back and he'll catch a couple of Dickey starts if that happens in September. No big deal. And yeah. that's fine, because hopefully at that point we're starting to plan divisional matchups as opposed to, you know, vying for a wild card. Because if you're vying for a wild card, I'm not sure that you're going to see him. But, you know, it's a good option to have organizational depth. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and Tolley's never had the fanfare in Toronto that anybody else has had. He had a so. home run in April, and we got excited for a little bit. Right. But we all know, you know, Leopard doesn't change its spots. And and, and you know what's what's coming with that. So, no, I mean, he's uh, he he is he's an add-on to Dickey. And if Dickey's out of the equation, there's just no space for him, you know? God bless him, good yeah. luck, but yeah, it's yeah. just not for us, you yeah. know, trying to win. Yeah. What, do you have anything to add? No, I was just, even I wrote down for Navarro, it was a mental energy boost for the team. Mm. It's the first thing I thought oh, of. It's sure. just, call, like, yeah. like you said, you're thinking about last year. You're talking about the, the glory days, even though it was just a year ago. But you're talking, hey, man, when we did this, when we did yeah. that. And you're getting fired up because you're remembering this guy's back. And the last time he was with us, we had that magical run. And and, and he's a very clutch hitter. We forgot to mention he's a switch hitter. Exactly. You know, because so, we're, so we're starving yeah. for left-handed bats. Right. Michael Saunders is not playing the greatest defense. Right. He's, had a, he's definitely gone into a second-half slump after after that phenomenal uh, first, first half that got him to the All-Star game, and he mm-hmm. deserved it. But he is starting to go cold. And he's nor- you know what he is? He's normalizing. Yes. If you look at him, it's mm. like his stats are just, well yes, his power is great. His power is right up there. He's putting up career highs. And he will get paid by probably somebody other than us next year because he performed so well in the first half. But, you know, you got to have that stopgap. you got to have that pinch hitting because you could bring in Navarro and then bring in a defensive, you know, you could have him hit for Saunders and then bring Upton into play left. Right. It's 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 smart movement depending on what they throw at you because you just don't know. Some of the teams are going to get if Baltimore, if they somehow make it to the playoffs, and they and we match up again. They have a filthy bullpen. Hmm. You know their power. They're actually you know very similar to us in their offensive lineup, but they have a filthy bullpen. So you want to have options late in the game against weaker pitchers because bullpens are traditionally weaker than your starters. They're not as good. So you want to have options in terms of your matchup. You want to control the matchup. You want to f- make them think about what you're going to do and not react to what they're bringing in. So I think it's smart. I think it, it, it can't hurt you. And then we're going to see something in Game Three of an ALDS where he comes up and gets a clutch single and they pinch hit Upton. Upton yeah. goes first to third and that. And and that's the kind of baseball yeah. we're thinking ahead about. So it's right. that one or two moves. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I like. We're going to talk about it later, but I've been just curious if we if everything goes right and we win the division, what order do you guys put in the pitching, or are we saving? Oh, 
I. Okay, you know like who's your? Let's say, say, okay, can, wait. Let's get to this yeah. later because I was going to ask you who your wild card game is. Okay, so let's get into let's get into that a little, I mean, little I bit just later. Have these questions I've been okay. waiting. Yeah, to ask yeah. You okay, so, okay. So, how about this? What's going on in the East? We got Boston working hard. They're making ground. You they're winning n- games. You never count them out. No, never. never. And apparently, how close are the Yankees to a wild card spot? Yankees, they're knocking on Baltimore's door. Yeah, they're right there, right? And who would have thought that three weeks, two weeks ago, last week? Who would have thought that? You know what? They're having some timely performance from some excellent young rookies that have supplanted some of the trades. that They traded away some of their best pieces to try and lose almost, and, and, and in spite of themselves, they have a bright future. Yeah, yeah. They, they do. They have Scary. some Aaron this Judge, division. Gary Sanchez. Those are yeah. some power yeah. hitters, man. The, this division, AL East, doesn't it? Oh, it never lets up. It never, never, never lets up. Never. We never. have to be it's the best the or nothing. It's always yeah. the strongest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Boston working hard. Baltimore... I, I feel like I've been saying it for months. They're fading, yeah. and thank goodness because it, the four of, games back now. Well, and Chris Tillman, they're they're all star pitcher on the DL right now, with probably not showing up until middle of Who's September. Who's their starter if they make the playoffs? Who's starting for Baltimore? Probably like well, who do we see yesterday? Miley, Miley, Miley yeah. Ubaldo Jimenez, Gallardo, a guy who Gallardo, we yeah. all hoped wouldn't come to our team because <laughs> he wasn't good enough. Yeah. yeah, no, they're in rough shape. If they were ever to get to a wild card, they would have to pray that Tillman was healthy. I am. I'm so glad because for a while it looked like they were just gonna just coast in. Yeah, but I'm, I'm glad that they're fading. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, New York roaring back. So New York is. Are they legit, or is it just kind of like that? I think that it's new a shine. I think it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors, but I think the potential is there. I mean, dude, we saw how hot a team can get inside. Well, I think we are that team right now. Teams can catch lightning in a bottle. When a forty-man roster expands, if we start securing a playoff spot with two weeks left, and it's pretty much no doubt we're going to win the division, and we start easing off and throwing the Pompeys and the Sicilianis of the world out there, um, you know, and we play New York in, our, in one of our final series. Yeah, maybe they do make it interesting, but I, I think that the the Boston, Houston, um, you know, uh, some of those other teams there, uh, Detroit, that's the real wild card contenders. Yeah. I think that the Baltimore and the New York are, are they're going to get close, but not close enough. Go ahead, brother. No, I was just gonna. I don't. I don't think they're going to make the wild card, even though I think they're going to make it close. It's yeah. going to be those final games. But I think what's going to happen, and I hate freaking New York, but there's going to be an excitement in the air about the Yankees yeah. going into next year. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be hell. Like this I is our year, man. Suck, man. I know like, it's been, it's it not was long so nice, and they haven't sell off long enough. enough. Not long enough. But there's no way the Yankees have dumped more money into scouting uh, the and, and, de- and developing than any other team. They're going to take it easy next year. They're going to coast with their young guys. And they're going to sign Bryce Harper, and then and then they're going to go. Then they're going to go and spend the money. Yeah, yeah. They have to. He was a he was a Yankee fan growing up. He's the he's the he's the best player coming out in the next three years they'll pay him whatever he wants and then they'll and then they'll start stacking they'll bring he, he's going to become a yankee isn't he? i think so 100 oh, I, I think it's almost damn it. i think unless washington wins a world series and he has a reason to stay and establish a legacy i think yeah. it's almost definite yeah yeah scary stuff yeah. okay that being said a little bit lighter donaldson uh recently hit what we in canada call a hat trick in, ba- in baseball yeah um t- two points to this question one is it silly that we call it a hat trick? No, nope. no, it's very okay. Canadian. So and it's fine. So it's okay. That's Canada's team. Yeah, we love hockey. You're Canada's team. Yeah. Guess what, fans? Whether you like it or fucking not, it's a hat trick. Yeah. And we're not gonna. It's a have good it way of melding way. our our culture yeah. with with, with well the American done. pastime. Yeah. Well That's said. all it well is. Said. And it just it, okay. yeah. Now, eerie that it happened a day 
almost a year and a day bef- uh, after Edwin's. I wonder what's going to happen on the 27th. I missed Edwin's. Day. <laughs> yeah, right. I, mi- I missed Edwin's. That was the day I got married. No. So way. yeah. So I heard about it Man. while I'm sitting there with these goofy poses for pictures and stuff like that. And my brother's texting me. He's like, he just hit a second. He, oh, and they were, no. and, you know, they were all sitting there and doing their thing there. Yeah, I missed That's that wild. one. So um, pretty but, cool though. Yeah, but then I got to go for the the Donaldson game. My wife and I were there so for our anniversary. So, so it worked out well. Yeah. We, so so next year. Yeah. Uh, this was one day before, so maybe one day so after. So August 30, uh, what, 28? Uh, 27. 27th, I'll have to yeah. be there. That's what I'm saying. What's so, going to yeah. happen? That? Yeah. So, so book it off now. All right, sure let's you do know. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, Blue Jay edition at the, at the ballpark, it's going to have to happen. Yeah. Okay, so um, the resurgence of the vets. So we, we had briefed on it a little bit earlier. Love them. Okay, so let, let's just put Dickie as the oldest guy on the team. Yeah. Dickie, Hart, Grilly, yeah. Benoit. Grilly, grilled cheese. Yeah. Thank you. That's that, so good. Just the excitement that he brings to the mound and, uh, and the celebrations, and, and he's pump. just fired up. And Yelling, you, yeah. when you see a man that age mm-hmm. with that much playing I, for his childhood team, you know what I'm. He's it, got a great story. Exactly. His dad played not, for the Blue Jays, if you're and like teammate, that was his team. How can you not just be sitting there being like, "Okay, let's go"? Yeah. Like Grilly's bringing it. I got to yeah. bring it. Yeah. No excuse. And he just, screams the way I feel inside. <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's just it's like I feel like all of and it, you know I've talked to a lot of people, both longtime Blue Jays fans and Fairweather like yeah fans, I, and they all say like, "There's a good chunk of them that he's their favorite player." Yeah. There's yeah. those and guys. It, you know yeah. what? And I don't blame him for it because like. Man, he encapsulates everything that you want out of this. It's the veteran uh, Blue Jays. Uh, you know, he, I feel like I'm, I'm a part of him. I've been watching this team for so long. I, I remember the glory years, but it's been so long. But I want it so bad. You know, like I, 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 I God love those guys. Yeah. I, I think they're great. I think they're, I think they're going to mature Osuna even more so. We always talked about his poison, his maturity, and stuff like that. They're going to take him. He's going to be one of the top three closers in the league for the next ten years. Like, and they're going to, and, and and he's going to learn. Grilly's a very successful closer in his own right. Benoit had a good run. Man, we got away with murder getting mm. Benoit for Storin. Oh, still, that will haunt the Saddle Mariners for years. Who now. are also contending for a thing, uh, for a playoff spot. And you know what? Like, uh, it, our problem for your problem, man, yeah. you know what? It just shows a little bit of it, uh, what what, it, what people have got inside of them, that fire, that fortitude. And I imagine that's why the Blue Jays acquired him. They thought they could bring him back because he cared enough and he'd been around enough. And I, I love guys like that. The last kick at the can, you know what? Happy to have you. You're doing a great job. And I, 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 I would feel confident giving any of those guys the balls in the 7th, 8th, and ninth in the playoffs. That's amazing. I wouldn't have said that when you got him. No, for right? sure. No, just there's something I love about a management team humbling me as a fan and my opinion. And it makes me realize that I'm not as a professional as them and they know what they're doing. So it's just great to see when they bring in guys like that. And it works out. Like it you works. guys said, Seattle yeah. when it works problem yeah. for problem. And we won the trade. Yeah. We won the trade. What can yeah. you, what else can you ask for? Honestly? No. And, and, it, and let's look, look back to where this all starts. And this all starts last year at the deadline. Yep. Picking up, um, Shit, what's his name? What's his name? Ben Revere. Ben Revere. Ben Revere, yeah. You know, then they trade in the offseason to yep. Washington. And I and loved Revere. Yeah, same. I was actually upset about that trade. Sure, I understand yeah, that. Sure. I, got, I got it from a lot of people. He made some, he's made some, he's had some injuries, but I mean, he's made some beautiful, I think he made one of the catches of the year, if you've yeah, seen it. Like he, a, yeah. yeah, so, but you know what? Jeez. It, it, uh, I like a management team that's smart enough to admit when they were wrong, too. Mm. Because we, we traded away Revere, 
which was probably the wrong move, but they turned into a plus by saying, you know what, we screwed up. We're going to trade. We'll get whatever we can for Storm, but we think there's something left in Benoit because he has been a good pitcher. Morales, they paid him two million bucks. You know what? See you later. It was yeah. a waste of two million. What are we going to do? I like people. Uh, that's what's instilling confidence in me that they've taken the product that we know and love, and they've tweaked it in a way that is both uh, humbling and productive. I think that's great, and I, it gives, does give me a little bit more confidence. They still have a lot to prove, and I honestly still think Atkins is a puppet of Shapiro because he just appears that way, but I have a little bit more confidence in the structure they've put in place. And, dude, with Donaldson, Tulo, Martin, and God willing Edwin moving forward, that's a pretty damn good yeah, start. You know, very solid. It should be good for the next couple of years. This shouldn't be a two-year run, gentlemen. These yeah. guys should oh. understand what they've got. Tulo, Music to my ears. Yeah. I, I haven't even talked about my tool. I, I know he's I been know. unbelievable. You're I told you. You're rocking I told his jersey. you. We're, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Okay. Quickly though, quick, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. what a turnaround, even for Coach and I from last podcast about oh. talking about this management's pride and the whole Sanchez thing that happened. Yeah. And how we were upset that they couldn't admit look, when they were wrong. They changed their opinion and, on that. And too. now look what they're. It's exactly what Coach is saying now is they're admitting that they're wrong and they've made the the, the moves to change our opinion of it i get a lot of respect for that right or yeah. wrong the fact that you can change midstream and deal with all the bs that you hear on sports radio and oh they didn't know what they were doing yeah you know what maybe they didn't realize what they were getting into and maybe yeah. they spoke out of turn but they realized that San- we need sanchez yeah yep. we were That's fired it. up about it yeah. Like, yeah we were oh i think he's starting all the way through i don't think there's any doubt right now outside of some injury or something like that yeah. he, he's going massive oh. kudos yeah. okay so is it tonight that he starts or tomorrow tomorrow tomorrow, tomorrow. okay so how do you guys feel the six man rotation bust, or is there something to it? You see what it had done to Estrada. Estrada two losses during the six man rotation. Mm-hmm. The six man rotation disappears, and he wins last night. I don't know if I would <clears throat> say it's a bust, but I'm probably gonna end it if I'm Gibbons. Okay. Like I'm not going six anymore. Okay, especially coming towards playoffs. Like it was an experiment. I don't know how you guys feel. Like, how do you feel about it? I, you know, it's one of those things that I think, I think it's a talking point for a team that's playing so well that you got to find some. I think it's that Toronto mentality where we yeah. got to find something wrong with, with greatness. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't. Was it beneficial? Probably not. Was it the wrong move? Probably not. I probably would have done the same thing too. You want to stretch out Sanchez? You have concerns. You have people that are telling you, "Look, he can't pitch X amount." There are certain, you know. everybody knows that Sanchez is a horse. And I look at that guy and I think, man, that guy's built like an ox. He can pitch as much as he wants. I don't care if he only threw 140 innings last year. He can throw 240 this year. And I believe it. Mm -hmm. I believe that he, I believe that he's smart enough to know his own body. And I also believe that he wouldn't put his future at risk. So like, I, I think we need him. So, but at the same time, was it a failure? It was not a success, but I don't think it was the wrong move. And I think it's something that, I don't know that we're going to stop seeing it until they take Dickey fully out. And, right. and, and I can see them staggering. I think the, mo- the question is, is Dickey moving to the bullpen or is Liriano moving to the bullpen? Because I still don't think Dickey's on the playoff roster. But in the short term, no. if you want to get back to the five-man, which one are you doing? Are you ki- which is your stopgap in case Sanchez goes down or you know, Estrada's back doesn't hold up? Who is your fourth starter fill-in? So if it's Dickey then I guess he keeps pitching and you move Liriano. If it's the other way, vice versa. So I think that's the only question left. And, and I think that – I also think we're going to see spot starts from young guys too here and there over September. So I think the six-man will sort of be in play even if it's not really in play the rest of the year. Okay, what about this? Did you guys hear the report that 
John Gibbons text um, Mark Burley. Yeah, yeah, the lake pick. Yeah. 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 So do you think no. Mark Burley makes a return? I think he's been sitting on his ass with his pit bulls drinking beer all year. I don't, like, I, is he he's even playing no ball? Yeah, I yeah. don't think, like, I, I, don't think I don't think so. I, like, I can't see it. Look he's at a, David Wells. David Wells was a figure eight for his whole career. Right. I just, I don't know how loose he is. I don't know if he's been pitching or not. I can't see I mean, if you want to bring Burley in for a start just because you just want to save arms, by all means, sign him to some deal. Give him three weeks to warm up and let him right. fit, pitch the last game of the year. Like, that's fine, but I, I don't see it. I think it's more Gibby keeping in contact with Burley because maybe he's the guy that becomes the bullpen coach a la Pat That's Hankin. what I see. Maybe You yeah. know, maybe like something like that going forward. He's like, yeah. you know what, have you had fun with your year off? Do you want to come back and help the boys? Off the field. You know, yeah, and, and you know, we all know it's Stroman with his papa Burley and all right. this and that and everything. So I, I think that's more likely. If there's anything that's going to happen, I, I would suggest that's probably it. But, you know, it's nice to know that he's still in contact with Gibby, and I'd love to see Burley back with the Jays in some form. I think he's a great guy and a, a really knowledgeable pitcher who's had great success over a long career. I think we could use an asset like that in the organization yeah. this way or the other. Yeah, I, I think I think it'd be nice, even if he just showed up and just for like that little shot of encouragement yeah. that I think every team could use. Okay, yeah, every playoff team could use for sure. Yeah, almost like a consultant, even. Yeah, know, just bring him in the bullpen. The, the A Rod treatment. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That might be a thing now. Is he gonna play somewhere or what? I hope so. I hope he plays it just enough. I'm to, shocked to nobody signed him yet. Well. He only needs four more dingers to hit yeah. 700, right? Like, could he not go, like, maybe not Seattle, maybe not this year, but first of all, if I'm New York, I let him hit those four home runs, and then you say, great. Why doesn't a did. team like Arizona let him play? Like, a, a team that's out of it. Why don't the Cincinnati Reds sign him just to oh. sell a few tickets? Like, that, those, that's I what know. I thought. You, you know, know, something like I'm that. I'm glad you brought the Cincinnati Reds. Joey Votto. Oh, God. Is it going to happen? No, but I'm disappointed. You're right. Okay, so I agree but first, before we get into that, I need you to explain to me how does this work because I thought we passed the trade deadline and I don't understand this. Okay, so the basic thing is is that, and I'm not 100% well-versed on this, but I'll explain as best I can. Um, after July 31st, that's called the non-waiver trade deadline. So b- July 31st, up until then, you can do as many trades as you want. No big deal. You do a, ch- a trade with another team. Square deal. Done. Nobody else gets involved. After July 31st and until August 31st, I guess it was August 1st this year, but yeah, um, you have to put a guy on what they call revocable waivers. So Joey Votto gets po- everybody gets posted on the waivers, by the okay. way. And and revocable means you can pull him back. So Joey Votto gets posted tonight onto revocable waivers, saying Cincinnati says, here he is on waivers, gentlemen. Does anybody want to offer a trade for him? And, you know, us and whoever else goes out there and offers them a trade. If they don't like what they see within 24 hours, they can pull him back with no foul, and then he cannot be traded again for that period. So if Joey Votto gets put on revocable waivers and we go to them and say, yeah, we got a deal for you, this, this, and this, and they iron it out and say, yeah, you know, we'll do that, then they can do that deal with our team. But it's basically a 24-hour window for every team in the league to negotiate with them to see if they want, if there's something they can do. But it's not, like, it's it's a small time frame, and once it's been thrown up, you can't bring it, you bring them back and that's it. So okay. I and it's all hidden too. We don't know. I guarantee you, Edwin Encarnacion's been on revocable waivers. It's it's a way of ju- juggling things within your roster to allow things to make sense. Okay. Could be money. It could be other things. But it, it happens to almost every player in the majors, and it's more like a, a feel. Like is this player worth anything? Is this worth it for us to do this? But um, we ha- but we would have the same opportunity as everybody else for a certain amount of time to try and make that deal. And it's only a small time frame, and that's it. Okay. So is. 
Joey Votto going to be a Blue Jay? I Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. I think it's a good move. I think Cincinnati is in a rebuilding situation. He's the only player left. They traded off Todd Frazier. They traded off Aurel the Chapman two years ago. Like, they've got... They've got a lot of like young. They actually, they made some pretty smart moves in terms of the talent they got back. Um, but they're two or three years away from even fielding like a real major league roster, to be honest with you. So Joey Votto, Joey Votto will move if he wants to move. I would imagine he has a no trade. He's a yeah, stud. He does. So have I would. No trade. I would assume he does. But I would also assume if he's not going to play in Cincinnati, he might very well want to come to Toronto and make all the endorsements that come from playing in Canada, being a Canadian guy. That's bigger bigger than Russell Martin or yeah. or, uh, or Michael Saunders. He's, right? he's a real Toronto guy. He is. A, he's legit. Yeah. Every year, all star stud. I would love to have him on our team. Um, I'd love to have him right now. Okay, so what happens? Let's say they get him for nothing. They get him for... He's got four years left. Okay, so here's the thing. I always hear on the radio about how he costs too much money. Well, he's got four... I think he's gonna got a contract that sees him to uh, four or five more years, which makes him 38 years old, give or take, right? Well, he's making $18 million a year. Jose Batista spits on $18 million a year. Right. Edwin's going to get 25 Easy. Easy. He's an... Uh, like, Edwin has... His value is soared. We've talked about this before. So isn't Joey Votto a value at $18 million? Right. I think so. And I think he's still a really good ball player. I think he has that same kind of keen eye on base percentage thing that Jose Batista has. Okay. Maybe not as much power as, as the other two guys, but still, you know, it's a small ballpark. Things can happen. I think he's... I think he'd be a great addition. Left-handed bat that we desperately need. Right. I'd love to see him here. It spells the end of either Jose or Edwin for sure if it happens, mm-hmm. and probably both. But I don't think Jose is coming back anyways. And you know what? I think he'd help us a lot. I think he'd play first base all the time. I think you'd see Jose in, in right field the rest of the season. I think mm-hmm. you'd see Edwin DHing. It would be an unbelievable, stellar David Cohn, Ricky Henderson style move. I'd love to see it, but I don't believe it. We'll okay. see. So Joey Votto comes to Toronto. You stick him what rotation of first base, or do you stick him DHing? Like, where do you put Joey Votto? I don't understand. Where like Joey Votto to me has to play first base, then Edwin has to DH, and if Edwin isn't DHing, mm-hmm. then Jose's going to DH. But then you got four guys. That, you got Upton who's picked up his, his the slack. There's so much going on that I feel like a big guy like Joey Votto in the lineup sure looks great, but who's gonna who's gonna get the bump? See, that's why I don't know if they're going to make that play this right. year, right? Like you're saying, do you, do you break up whatever team chemistry or anything you have? Like, he is a big name. He is a presence in the locker room. Right. So you have to make room for him. I mean, I'm more than happy if, say, we lose Jose, like Coach is saying, and we have Edwin and Votto next year. That's a pretty good replacement. So I'm yeah. happy. I don't, I don't see Votto on the team. I will be shocked yeah. if Votto is on the Jays before playoffs. That yeah. said, I'm benching Melvin Upton and Michael Saunders every day of the week to get Over Joey Votto in yeah. my lineup. Yeah. So Saunders now, especially, yeah, right. And that's the thing is, I I I, I can see it. I can see a world where in the off season we trade for Joey Votto. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's completely out of the realm. And I do, I just feel like there's a 10 percent chance now and a 45 percent chance in the off season. Okay, I just don't see it as a necessarily a smart move right now but if they do it i'll be thrilled and i'm sure it will be helpful and it can only make our 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 what top three lineup in the league even better i see it as a great offseason story yeah, yeah. 
Coming home. I think okay. Edwin goes to Boston and we get Joey Votto. <sighs> no. So, no, you know what I mean? I know. Yeah, I think that's I what's happening. All right. So on behalf of the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, we put this invitation out to the Cincinnati Reds. We will trade you Josh Tolley, mm-hmm. R.A. Dickey, mm-hmm. and um, Brett Cecil. And a bag of pucks. And a bag of pucks. And all the maple syrup you can get your hands on. All of Josh on. Donaldson's hat trick. Yeah, right, yeah, we'll yeah. give you the hats. Yeah. <laughs> For Joey Votto. Canadian Joey Votto. And then another Italian on the team will be happy. Because, Him, because Eugenie, really can all hang out. Because he has the no trade clause, I feel like we have a shot in him. Yeah. Oh, I bet. And, for and again, sure. and, I, and He's again, from it's an Etobicoke. off season. If he wants to, okay, if he wants to sit in Cincinnati and coast and live off his legend and not win baseball games anymore, he can do that. But if he wants to go somewhere that he's going to win, I mean, that's the thing. We're all talking about. We have that core for next year, man. If I don't feel nearly as bad if I lose Batista and Edwin, if I get Votto. Right. I feel like it sustains it. And he's in that same window as Tulo and Donaldson, the 30-year-old guys that are going to have another th- good three years left. As much as I want, dude, I want Edwin back so bad. And he's made a believer out of me. As much as I love Jose, mm-hmm. he'll always be my hero. And I hope he comes back on his one-year $17 million option because he's had ba- a bad year and wants to prove himself again right. just to play one more year with us. I'd love to see it. But I think he's got too much pride, and he's going to go sign for a little bit right. more and a little bit more term somewhere else. Especially all the bullshit that happened. Absolutely, right? Okay, so... To put Votto to rest, um, I, I, it's sexy. I like oh. it. I, I like. I hope it. we stop recording and hear that Votto comes because <laughs> yeah. I'm coming, I'm driving back to your house. Okay. Well, bonus edition, extra innings. Yeah. Well, we're doing a Votto edition if it happens. Oh, yeah, I think it's only fair. I think it's only fair. Canadian yeah. boy comes home. Oh, I, I have a Joey Votto story if you guys want to hear it. I do too, but it's not, that's maybe after hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, 2011, we did a road trip to Cincinnati. We sat first baseline, uh, about 20 rows back. I also, on my birthday, July 1st, I had a big Canadian flag. I'm waving it. We're like, Joey, we're from Mississauga. He looked at us, just looked, gave us a point, and gave like, like the point and the thumbs up, and then ran with it, like, head half down. Like, he didn't want to put too much attention to it. Yeah. But totally. But you got the acknowledgement. Oh, totally That's made our day. Totally good. made our good, day. Good yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah. I heard he's a kind of a twerp, actually. Yeah, I, I, yeah, don't, I, I don't. But it's okay. He hits well, so I don't, yeah. really don't care. Left-handed bat. Yeah, we, was, got, we got we lots of people that other people don't like on our team. It's exactly. not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost par for the course. Yeah. Can you throw a punch? Does he have a good left hook? I don't know. Yeah, I, you know what? We I need would to hope know. so. He's a fan favorite as soon as he gets here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Canadian boy? Canadian. Yeah, something about we just love All him. those Saunders jerseys we won't sell next year will definitely be Votto jerseys. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break. The Jays game's about to start. We're going to hit the bathroom, crack some more beers, and then we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. In that order. Yeah. All right, bladder's empty? Yeah, bladder's empty. Let's crack it. Welcome back, Blue Jay lovers and fans of the Not 3 podcast. My name's Anthony, rejoined by Mike, the coach Bracconi, and Bob Walker. Boys. Woo. Woo. What's up, boys? Feeling good? Feeling great. Cracked a fresh one? Yeah. A little practice sip. Cheers. 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 Round two, boys. I will tell you something that I never thought I'd say. <laughs> I am drinking uh, Crazy Uncle all-natural hard root beer, craft soda for grown-ups. It's delicious. Really? It tastes like root beer. I'm drinking a Bud Light because you gave it to me. Yep. I am also drinking <laughs> Hashtag Bud Light Living. Yes. <laughs> so, um, just really quickly on the Bud Light... Um, Bud Light right now is doing a promotion called the Bud Light Living Experience, and uh, the most recent one they did in Toronto was they took a, a 20 by 20 raft that they had built, and they took Joe Carter, World Series champion, two-time World Series champion Joe Carter, and had batting practice in the middle of Lake Ontario it's like with the, Joe, Car- uh, Joe I Carter. I can't believe that. Like, that's the coolest thing. Now that I know that, I will enter 
every single Bud Light living when room. I was in uh, when I was driving through BC on my vacation we, we stopped in Kelowna and did some wine tours and uh, just as I pulled into Kelowna there was a Bud Light experience party and I saw the commercials for it shortly after and it was crazy they just had it, it was lined up all the way along the harbor people were jumping off these huge things into these like trampolines and whatnot and I think uh I, I don't know if it was Armin Van Buren or some like high yeah, end yeah. like DJ played the end of the show and it like it looked really cool. So if it gets us somewhere, I'll drink this all day. Let's do it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so gentlemen, um, we have some playoff talk we want to talk about, even though it's a little bit early. Plus we're gonna do some predictions. But I don't know if you guys caught the game on Sunday. I was there. No, the other game on Sunday. The championship game on Sunday? No, you guys. Oh, aren't, no, no, no. I, Did you see it on? I, I, on TSN? I was going to say I read it. On yeah, the, it, was, it was definitely on the the it was highlight. All over it was the the news. Yeah. So yeah. on Sunday, yeah. the Mississauga Coed uh, Softball League had their championship game, which my team, the Chuggernauts, yes, were part of, and we were playing my brother's team, Dave, the guy with five A's. <laughs> His team was playing in the finals, and I got to just tell you, I want to just take a really quick second or. 10 to 15 minutes and tell you exactly what happened. Can you drop Drake's back-to-back? Oh, my God. <laughs> that is an anthem on the show. That's a drink for a Drake reference, too, by the way. Um, we played my brother's team, which is a... F- they're a very good team. They've won three championships to our one championship. They're a solid team, a lot of good players. A couple of years younger, but all really good players. And we've been burned by them for years. For years, they've owned us. Um, if we were lucky if we split the se- season series with them, all strong players, no weak spots, and we've been in the rebuilding phase for five years. Mm-hmm. This year, we 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 had a zero and two start. I think we we're actually zero and three before we got our first win. We came back, we fought back all season, got better, 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 better. We played them in the finals. We were leading the whole game in the top of the ninth inning. We're up by six runs. They score seven. Wow. Yes. Ooh. Right. And we had started to teeter off. Now, in softball, you usually play seven innings. But for our championship games, this year was the first time we played nine innings. Okay. So we get into the ninth inning, bottom of nine. Um, one guy gets on. One guy gets out. One guy gets walked. One guy gets out. I'm on deck. The guy up before me, two outs. Or Sorry, it's a girl. Um, full count. Gets walked. The guy comes on next. Now we got two people on. The guy comes on next. No, we have three people on, I think. Guy comes up next, hits a line drive. Guy goes first to third, scores. We win the game. We win the championships. It's incredible. In your face. (laughs) Rub it all off. Dave, I know Dave's listening to this, and he is just shaking his head, probably driving somewhere he doesn't want to be. But um, the Chuggernauts win. Champions once again. Congratulations. Uh, Oh, thank you, thank you. If you guys want to pour your beer on me, I'm totally cool with that. (laughs) We're going. I got a thing of Gatorade. Oh, man. I'm admitted. I'm admitted. <laughs> not again. Oh, not again, Dave. Yeah. So, we owed them a championship loss too because uh, their first championship was against us, and they beat us in a very convincing fashion. Um, so it was nice to get the win. Don't back. matter anymore, buddy. Don't matter. What have you done for me lately? That's exactly <laughs> all I need to know. Um, okay. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for. Uh, for letting me get that in. Hey, you know what? I'm going to do a quick shout-out to my Zwingers boys. We're, we made the playoff for the first time in our softball league for the fir- first time in four years. We got our games coming up on two, uh, Thursday there, and we're looking forward to it. So uh, shout-out to all my boys that listen to this, too. Much right love. on. Oh, we got two champions in the house, oh. potentially. Well, listen, anytime you want to join, 
Bye, you're more than welcome. Well, my softball team uh, folded last year after finishing dead last for the Ooh. first time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, this year was off-season free agency. I'm yeah. testing the water. Yeah, we'll yeah. see how it Went goes. Went to Japan for a year. And <laughs> yeah, back. exactly. I was <laughs> nice. in Japan. I traveled. I like Mr. it. Mr. Baseball, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the BJ's boys yep. because that's what we're here for. I love these BJ's. Okay, so... <laughs> Do you want to play a little fantasy playoffs? Let's sure, do it. Sure, let's do it. Do you want to do if the playoffs ended like ended tonight? Okay. Okay. We can do that if you want. That's, yeah. what, we're, that's what we're going by. Okay, so if if the regular season ended today, the Toronto Blue Jays would be in first in the East. Yep. Yes. We have Texas first in the Central. Uh, that is, uh, we, yes, that's the correct. Yep, 100%. And, and then, because, yeah, Cleveland's Cleveland under. Cleveland is, is first. In, so Cleveland in the Central, excuse me, Texas in the West. Okay, so that yeah. were, thank you. <clears throat> and then who would be leading the wild card? It would be both Boston and Baltimore. Oh, that wow. would be in the Bastards. Wild, by one game over Detroit right now. So who would the East play? Uh, okay. How does that break down? Okay, uh, if you can. Fuck talk, you, Casey. I, say, <laughs> right? I believe that works on a win-loss record. Let's assume that, just for okay. the sake of time and, and clarity here. So, um, let me just pull it up one more time. I think the best team gets to play the wild card. I think that's okay. how it works. And, le- and logically, that should be the case, whether or not that is. Or, or, and that would be Texas, right? So, right now, the best team in the West is, is Texas. So, okay. Texas should match up. Against um, and that makes sense, doesn't it? Because isn't Can- wasn't Kansas City the best team last year heading into everything? I feel like they were better than no, us. no. Kansas City played the wild card, right? And Kansas City was better than both right. us and Texas. That's right. You're right. Okay, yeah. so let's take that assumption. So Texas would play uh, in a, in a one game wild card. I'm going to say Boston beats Baltimore. I think so. I think okay. You're right. So Texas would play Baltimore, and we would play the Cleveland Indians. Wow, how do you guys feel about playing the Cleveland Indians? Better than playing Texas or Boston? Yep. Yeah, so <clears throat> yeah, I would, I would take scenario. to start off the playoffs against Cleveland. I think it'll be a good series, but I, I would be happy to start off against them. They have strong pitching, but I think our offense, our defense, uh, and our uh, outside of – I mean, they did pick up Andrew Miller, so they do have a shutdown uh, closer like ours. But I would feel – I would feel confident, and I feel like Cleveland might be a little intimidated because they're sort of performing over their head this year a little bit. So I would feel confident, yeah. and I think we would be favored by Vegas. And I, I feel like it might, it would probably be a good series. It'd be a nice I think we, I think we take them in four. Okay. Like I wouldn't, I'm not going to knock them out completely, but yeah. I, I would feel pretty. I'd rather see them than Boston or Texas for okay. sure. Cleveland's to beat us honestly team. is a miracle run almost though it's that yeah. season for them right if they're beating us and, and they, they they've had some weird wins over the jays too mm-hmm. like the 19 inning canada yeah game, yeah that was crazy win, yeah which i was at for the record yeah <laughs> also my birthday no big deal yeah. okay destiny so, we're playing them right it has Come to be on, it yeah. has to be and then we play texas bring them Although Texas is a fucking shit house man they're, i want to play texas so badly again um i feel like that's Instant intimidation on our part. Uh, Odor punch aside, I don't think that means much in the playoffs. I think that's just a narrative for the media. Right. I think they would probably be terrified of what us and our beer reigning fans. Oh yeah. Would do to them, <laughs> and I, I think it would be. I think seeing them and and conquering them and against all odds taking them three straight last. Excuse me, last year. I I, I it's the perfect scenario. I'd love to stick it to Texas to make it to the World Series. One hundred percent. I love to give the proverbial punch to the face of the Texas Rangers Absolutely. fans for chanting fucking USA for all their stupid Texas toes, all that stuff. Yeah, oh, exactly. great Canada stuff. US series. Uh, Bring it. That's what that's what all the playoffs is going to be. It's going to always that's going to be the lowest common denominator. The Jays are going to be winning, going into game whatever, and the the crowd just going to chant out USA. 
What I will say is just looking looking at the divisions here. Um, it I th- I. It's pretty. I feel pretty confident that outside of Cleveland, you know, really falling off. They're four and a half games up on De- Detroit. I, th- I think that they. I don't think they say they have a lock, but they're pretty darn close to being able to, to take this thing. Now Kansas City's on a real surge. They're only one game behind Detroit in the Central, and they're going to make some noise here. Um, I feel pretty. I mean, Texas has run away. You can almost claim them uh, West champions right now. Right. I, I'm pretty sure that they're going to get it. And in terms of the wild card, we were looking at it. Jesse and I were looking at it before we came back on air here. I mean, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams, not including the division leaders, that are within three and a half games of the wild card. And number That's four stacked. is scary. Number four is Kansas City. Yeah. We've got Boston down through Baltimore, who is holding the second wild card. One game behind them is Detroit. Two games behind them is uh, two two games uh, behind the second spot is Kansas City. Houston is tied with them. Seattle at three, and the Yankees at three and a half. So Close this is by no means over, folks. And we need to we need to continue to play six hundred baseball to make sure that we have a shot at this. We're we're, we're five seventy three winning percentage. We got to keep it up. We got to keep going. You know, winning four out of every out of every week. Yeah, to make sure we're a hundred percent, and there's no doubt. But the Jays, the Jays line, uh, the Jays schedule for the month of September is scary too. One week in, one week out, one a week in, a lot of and on Fenway, and a lot of Eastern yes. interdivisional yes. rivalries. New York. If it comes down to that Fenway Boston that last series, that's going to be huge. In Fenway, I looked yeah. at my 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 flex pack tickets, and I have four games left for September. We've got two against the Yankees, one against Boston, one against Tampa. Those are, are all us? dangerous I teams. I, sick. Yeah. <laughs> He's mumbling. Jesse's my date. I can make a lot more money on StubHub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the company, man. Okay, yeah. anyways. All right, so let's talk this. Um, we're playing, let's let's just say we're playing Cleveland. Start in rotation. Jesse, I'm going to start with you. Wow. I want to say... You're matching up against Corey Kluber first game, guaranteed a right. possible Cy Young winner up there with all of our guys and everybody else out there. So, I'm bringing who's your stud? Estrada. Okay. Just I I think, and I was even listening to the Fan Five Ninety the other day. Yeah, he me made too. such a good point: is the calmness in which he has. I think for that first series, you're playing a Cy Young winner, and for your pitcher to go out there calm and to hopefully pitch his game the way he wants to pitch his game. That is a huge momentum swing for the next games. And then I, I would probably, honestly, for me, it goes Estrada, Hap, mm-hmm. then Sanchez. That's at least the three, four, obviously, Strowman. But I, I think I think Estrada's calmness, and I think, I mean, I love the story of Hap. We've talked about it endlessly over how many podcasts now. Yeah. So that's the guy that I'm debating put first over Estrada, but I'm going to say Estrada. All right. Mike. I start with the best arm that we have, the future of this franchise. I start with Aaron Sanchez. Wow, the Sanchez. That's a good yeah, pick. That's my guy. And I, I, I ride that, and I try and match him up against Kluber in game four as well. Mm. Wow. So, yes. He's I think, thinking both games. Yes. Uh, I go with Estrada in the second game, mm-hmm. Hap in the third. And wow, I, you don't and, even and get Strowman. And again... I go Estrada in the fifth game. Wow. <laughs> I don't even worry about the other guys. That's how I go. I don't even worry about Strowman. I okay. bring Strowman in a relief in the fourth game if you need him. Wow. Because I, I, I think that these three guys have separated themselves from the pack. I think they're all, legi- they're all legitimate in their own way, top 10 or 15 pitchers in the American League. Yeah. And we would never have said that about Estrada, or any of them. Let's nope. be honest. We would never have said that about any of them beforehand. And... Um, Outside of Sanchez being, you know, we'll talk. I saw a question from Kyle, so we'll talk about it a bit later. But he's been delayed a little bit, which may impact some of his his potential to win the Cy Young. 
But I mean, Hap's right there. Estrada is just. I, I like what Jesse said. His demeanor is just, it, it's unabashed. It's, it's amazing. And, and I remember, uh, was it game five against Kansas City at home when he left and Gibby came out and took the ball and away said, from wow. him? said, wow. Yeah, said, wow. And, and the entire crowd erupted. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? This guy just pitched the game of his life, and he was a bullpen cast-off right. at the yeah. beginning of the year. And he has shown time again, time and again, um, he set a major league record this year for what? Uh, uh, games with five or less hits over a six or more inning starts in, in consecutive games. Like, this guy's setting 100-year-old records. Like, I, I believe in him, but I'll take the skill in Sanchez to start. For wow, sure. incredible. Okay, so, so... That's a really bold, solid prediction there. So yeah. far, with you two, nothing matches, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's not going to start any differently. <laughs> I am going with Hap for sure. Okay. Okay. Um, Mistress, maybe Cy Young. Yeah, consistent. Might very well. You know... Imagine. <laughs> what if you guys said instead of Dude, Price, I'll give you Hap, and he's gonna have a better season. You know what I thought about Hap before this all. We were yeah. all we talked about yeah. Uh, yeah. spring training. If you go back and listen to episode one, I was not a fan. No. So you know, uh, but he's made a believer out of me. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He's been consistent. Even his games where he's he's getting beat up. It's not even bad. It's not even that bad. Nope. He needed that LeBron college years to another team. Come <laughs> home afterwards. He needed to grow up. Okay, I go Hap. Okay, second. Uh, Second, I go Sanchez, and, and the theory behind this is um, Sanchez hot, obviously, but I, if, if this series gets too crazy, let's say one of these two guys bust a nut and, and can't pull the trigger or the game gets out of hand or whatever, yeah. I want Estrada 3 only to kind of restore everything that's good in the world. If it's not going our way, yeah, and, that's and, a good and point. He, and he's there game three to right the ship, okay. or maybe even make the seal, and then, of course, I, I, I'll go Stroman. I will give him a chance. Um, this guy pitched at Duke. There's no reason he can't be a big game pitcher. Sure. Duke rakes in more more fans than the than the fans in Cleveland and Baltimore combined. Yeah. The, the fans in Baltimore are disgusting right now. You know, Baltimore and Cleveland are two top teams in the league. They can't even fucking sell out. How embarrassing is that? The Baltimore ones are brutal. Bro, aren't you embarrassed? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. When I see these empty seats and oh. the quietness. I love being a Jays fan sometimes. Oh, man. Me too. I mean, oh, and actually, that was something I wanted to bring up, Mikey. Yeah. So we talked about it in episode one, in our predictions, how many sellouts do you think we would get? Didn't I say 75? No, you didn't. You did not say 75. Damn it. No, so I was hoping it did. <laughs> so um, we, we came to the conclusion that there's 80 home games, right? 80, 81, yeah. 81 home games. Um, I thought they'd sell out half of them, which was four, or 40. 40. Four. Right? And um, they, last I checked, I think they had 29 sellouts. Okay. Or was it? No, uh, maybe But 36. they're approaching 4 million fans, are they not, for the year? Or th- or it's, under, it's under that. It's, is it? Yeah. Um, but we I think, used to get five back in the day. That was the big time when this well, item, but when, it's, thought, when it sat more, first of all. Right. And they didn't have the blocked out areas. Exactly. Right. But West, West Jet, Flight Deck, that used to be all seats, right. so on and so forth, right? I, I love the Sky Dome the way it is right now. The Flight Deck. Even like the way they opened the, the where Windows restaurant was, it's which, gorgeous there. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're really making a real effort to turn that gray concrete piece of shit into something special. It's, it's our gray experience. piece of shit. Yeah, though, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, so that's okay. So there we go. So um, so completely different. Game, game one, Jesse's got Estrada. Game yep. one, I got Sanchez. And game one, you got Hap. Yep. Boom. And then we're we all there. So how a... magical is that? Well, but There's you know no what? Runaway leader. Doesn't but that how, show what a great? That's a great problem to have, gentlemen. Yeah. 
Cheers. Pitching Cheers first team this year, and we're all choosing a different pitcher to yep. start our playoffs. Yep. I, I love it. Yep. If we look in Boston, they have one or two options to start the game. Yep. You look at Texas, they have maybe one of three options. No, it's, it's going to be Cole Hamels. It's going to be Cole Hamels. Yeah, so they have one runaway guy. You look at uh, maybe uh, uh, the Mets, if they can turn it around right enough, you have, you, they're most likely Pro- going probably with... Probably Syndergaard, maybe DeGrom. Right, yeah. Pro- probably Syndergaard. Yeah. And then if you look at the Cubs, it's Arietta for sure. 100%. Yeah, so this is the best problem to have. Toronto Blue Jay fans, shake your nuts because this is something to feel good about. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Mikey. Yeah. You got this great jersey on. It's like dark <laughs> blue. Uh, what does it say on the back, though? I can't really make it out. Some it talks name. about my hero and the guys I've been preaching to the Nana Nation about for a long time, Troy Tulowitzki. Um, I talked to you about this before. This was my, my wedding gift for my wife. And, and I, I can't say uh, We've talked about Russ Martin, who has honestly been one of the catalysts of this team. But I think what's inspired a lot of people just as much has been the way that Tulo's been playing. I mean... I talked to you about his great defense. You guys can all see it, how great he is out there. But I think what I've seen from him is that it's similar to Russ, actually. That quiet leadership that you've seen, that presence on the field. Uh, You know, you see him going up and talking to pitchers. You see him going in and being coordinated with the infield. He's involved in everything. He makes these crazy off-balance throws that only a guy that's 200 pounds and 6'4 could make at the shortstop <laughs> position. He catches everything. And not to mention, he's been hitting like a bat out of hell for the last two months. Him and Russ have sustained this team through what has been an up-and-down, uh, tumultuous time, losing Batista, you know, trying to play around with some of the other parts, Saunders uh, going down, down. You know, cooling down. Uh, I mean, Eddie's been sharp. Josh had a little bit of a slump, has, has pulled himself out of it. Uh, but, but it just shows you the depth of our team. And, and I think... Tulo is that the captain in the infield. You always need your shortstop to be your most prolific fielder. I think he's shown it, and I think he's also shown the power with the bat as well. And 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 I'm just I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. This is the Troy Tulowitzki that I told you guys we were getting a year right. ago. Okay, so I want you to speak on uh, the moment that happened in the Twins game, where he called the meeting on the infield at the yeah. mound. Please talk on that. Okay, so like. It just showed a lot of foresight in him to slow down. What I've been seeing him, I was talking to my dad and my brother on the phone today about this. He's, he sees the game, and he sees when the game needs to be slowed down. He needs, sees when it needs to be sped up. And he also sees the time when it's just to go in and tell the pitcher that, like, look, you're better than this guy. All you got to do is bust him inside and throw a ground ball right now because we're going to turn two for you, no problem. And that's what I saw him doing. He went up to, I think it was Feldman at the time. Yeah, you're right. Went up and yacked with Feldman. And I, honestly, I think he said, just bust him inside because he's going to hit it right to Donaldson, and we're going to turn two. And the next pitch had happened. And I just think that that's, that's an experienced all-star, potential Hall of Famer that we didn't really realize how good he was because he didn't get off to the start. He spent a year middling in this excellent team. And I think you're just finally starting to see why this guy was an all-star, why he was so valued, and why it was an absolute steal to trade him basically straight up for Jose Reyes. Yeah. Like, it, 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 he's a great ball player. I think you're going to... You, the, the fan, see, the thing is, he doesn't have the personality of some of the other guys. He doesn't have the big smile like Edwin. Right. He doesn't have the, 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 you know, the Hulk up like Batista. He doesn't have the smooth moves and the haircut like Josh Donaldson. But this guy's a gamer. And yeah. you know what? Him and Donaldson, they, they get along great together. They're, they're, those two are the catalysts of this franchise going forward. And I can't, like, right. it's so nice to see him come into his own because I knew this was going to happen. And, and I just, I, 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 I couldn't be happier with the, 
we got away with murder getting him. I mean, I mean, Jeff Hoffman could turn out to be an excellent pitcher. The other fellow, I can't remember his name. He came up with a sooner. Remember the remember the, the 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 closer there that they sent down? Miguel Miguel Castro. Yeah, I have his you autograph know, he, on my ball. He could he could be a very good pitcher. But what we needed was was stability in the middle infield right now, and we got it with that. God bless Jose Reyes. I liked him a lot as a as a player, and yeah. obviously he's gone through a little bit of personal problems. But I think that's behind him, and he's doing relatively well with the Mets. But we needed stability up the middle. And with Devin Travis and Tulowitzki, that's your middle in the infield that's, that can compete with anybody for the next two or three years in the major leagues. Okay. Thank you, first and foremost. I love Tulo. Yeah, I couldn't tell. <laughs> really? <laughs> Jesse, do you want to add anything to that? Well, just he was just such a big talking point in the offseason. What Tulo we were going to get this year. <clears throat> was it just the defensive play again, or was he going to bring the bat? And what Coach is saying, those guys that have that quiet leadership – he doesn't come out. He doesn't brag to the media. Right. He doesn't put on a show. But you can tell when those doors are closed in the locker room or the boys are out for dinner after the game, he's a presence for them. Right. And they respect him. And respect is such a big thing to have on your team. So I'm more than happy with Tulo. And, again, his defensive play is just – it's almost shocking at times watching. It's like magic it's on the field. It's effortless, too. It is okay. effortless. Well, how do you guys feel about the bat? It's The gifted bat. That everyone's talking about. Okay, so like, like let's let's like, was he wasn't he batting like less than two hundred for through half the season? So let two hundred. That's that is generous. Less than two hundred. <laughs> I would say he was Josh Tolley. Yeah, at the plate. Basically. Josh Tolley was giving him tips. What's his batting average now? 270, 280? Yeah, it's getting it, up there. It, him and Russ have turned this on oh. its ear. Like I, I would love. I'm gonna look it up right now. But I would love to see what their production was over the last month. Like they, they've been crazy. And and I, it, it's it's I, a t- if you can raise your batting average from the low 200s in the middle of the season to 270s, that is work, gentlemen, mm. because you've already established a baseline of awful. So to bring it up to a point, you got to bat 350, you got about 400 to normalize yeah, yeah. that, right? So like what I'm seeing out of both of those guys has just been tremendous. Well, and not only that, but to to do it. Like, to start off slow, but then, you know, it's not just us. Other teams are picking their shit up, too, as the season progresses. Teams are getting better. So for you to get better on top of that while other, like, impressive. Yeah. And playoff time, I mean, you know what? You do well in the playoffs. The beginning of the season doesn't mean shit. Mm. He's got 12 runs, 5 home runs, and 15 RBIs, batting 301 in the last month. (laughs) 301. That's that's Thank you, Tulo. That's all-star numbers. The only thing I want to say to uh, Troy, because we're on a first-name basis, and thank you for listening again. First name. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for allowing my prediction to come true. <laughs> I knew you had it in you. And, uh, I just always come back to you. You know what? Number two on the program, but number one in my heart. Oh. <laughs> number one in Mike's heart. Yeah, and, and look at Russ Martin. This is even better. Well, how you feel about 14 two? 14 runs, <laughs> eight yeah. home runs, 20 RBIs, and a 291 average in the last month. 291 for a catcher. Can you name another catcher that, that has any kind of batting stats like that? I mean... Excluding Sanchez. Posey? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if Not he's doing this it. Season. No, I was going to say, they've, they've taken a dive in the second half, San yeah. Francisco. But that's the, that's all-star, every year, gold glove caliber. Right. Like, just silver slugger, you name it. And, and if he hadn't gone off to a slow start, he'd be right in the conversation with all of those guys. Yep. I totally agree. Okay. So, <laughs> Tulo, I hope you guys, I hope Tulo, thank Troy. You for, thank you for doing that. I hope you guys enjoyed the blowjob. Um, <laughs> you know, Mike worked hard on it. He, you know, he recently quit smoking, so he needed something to fix that oral fixation. That's it. So, uh, Tulo, enjoy that. Thanks, Tulo. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tulo. <laughs> Otherwise, Mike's going to snap, so yeah. thank you, Tulo. Yeah. Okay, uh, you guys want to talk about the wild card? Who do you want to see in the wild card? 
I, you know what? I, I don't know. We, we, okay, let me pose the question. We talked about our <clears throat> our playoff uh, rotation. Would that change in a one-game thing? Ooh, would good you, question. Would you go with just, like, I'll start with you, Jesse. Would you go with Estrada in a one-game do-or-die, or would it change? Honestly, in a one-game, I'm either looking at Hap or Sanchez, maybe. Yeah. Hap, I, if Sanchez continues what he did when he comes back, then Sanchez in a wild card. I'll tell you that right now. If not, Hap. But like I said, Estrada, the first pick, that was more his calmness, demeanor. You're, you're setting the tone for the series. But for that one game, and I wonder who we'd play for that wild card and who would beat us in the AL East, I guess, it would be Boston. Right. But, yeah, uh, I'd say if, if Sanchez is the same as he was and he's still, then, yeah, Sanchez. And you're getting the fans hyped up and he's the future and, you know, time to shine in the big spotlight. How about you, Anthony? Wild card, um... I would go. I'd still probably. I'd stick with Hap probably, um, with the off chance Estrada because of the the assassin, the cold blooded. Yeah. The only thing that worries me about Estrada, which it has been all season, is the back. You know. Yeah. Can the back hold up? Is he one? The pressure of a one game playoff is that gonna is that gonna it's harm him? That's what makes me nervous. But but that aside, I probably go Hap or Estrada, um, and and uh, who I'd like to see it. I would love to see it against New York. Huh. And only, only, this, and maybe it's just like, like I said, you know, once upon a time, I uh, in the dark days of Jay, Jay's fandom, I was a Yankees fan because so, that's still a terrible yeah, excuse. I know, I know. Listen, yeah, I mean, what do we say know, to that? I, 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 see you later. Yeah, I, I think it came down to at the time I had a roommate who was a huge Red Sox fan, yeah. and I the only team that I hate the most is the Red Sox. Every other team I could probably cheer for, including the Yankees. And at that time, the Yankees and the Red Sox were going back and forth, trading off championships and all that stuff. So the only way that I could counter his Red Sox winning was go, going for the Yankees, and I'll take it. And, you know, we saw the last Blue Jay game at Old Yankee Stadium. That, that had something to do cool. with it. Yeah. And, and I've always kind of been an A-Rod fan. I know it's... Fuck them. I know. I have his autograph, actually. I got him yeah. when I was a kid, yeah. I, uh, okay, so anyways, I would, love, I would just love New York just if... Because he'd probably end up beating up Boston and Baltimore and a handful of other teams for that. And I, w- I would like to see them and, and kind of be an FU to all the veterans that had the big contract that they got rid of mm. and being like, we didn't need you guys from the fucking start. Like, all our young pops did what we needed to do. Yeah. You guys can do it. And even though A-Rod's in that conversation, I'm still okay with it. I would like to, I think that would be a kind of cool thing. So that being said, I'd like Toronto to beat New York in a wild card if it came down to that. Coach, I, you know what? Uh, my my opinion doesn't change. I still go with Sanchez. There's an off chance that I would consider Hap, and and it's, it's a difficult choice. Like we talked about earlier, they're all studs, but I would go Hap if it was lefty heavy lineup. Yeah, I, I think that matchups do matter. I am as much as I am a baseball purist, and I and I feel like I like I follow the game and the eye test matters. I do also look at statistics and analytics, so I could see that being a situation where if there was a, a lefty heavy lineup, where either you force them to change it and bring in weaker players to do mm. it to combat that or or anything like that but all things being equal it's probably a 90 90 percent chance it's sanchez well and the big thing too is if we end up whatever we do to get into that wild card game then that fenway boston series at the end that's going to decide a lot for our pitching what goes on because if it's coming down to last minute type stuff then we got to see who's going to be pitching in fenway and what we're going to boston exactly oh I'll, i'll tell you this if by chance the jays can clinch before that series, oh, please, I would love them to put 
the Buffalo Bisons in the lineup. Dalton Pompey. I yeah. want Dalton I want Dickey pitching. Oh yeah, Fenway. Yeah, Dickey pitching. Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. Dickey totally pitching. If, if we totally if we've yeah. clinched it, then yeah, I want yeah. Dickey pitching. Fenway. I want I want all the duds, and I want Boston fans just to try just to scream, and I want Donaldson, and I want but I want Batista for sure, and Edwin. I want them all sitting on the Green Monster. Canada having a beer. Undershirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Or like coach play. base or something. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Hips playing. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> okay. Is there anything about the 40-man roster that you guys are excited for? Hmm. I feel like this team is too good to care about the 40-man yes. roster. And, and normally I would because normally I wouldn't be used to winning. Like in, <laughs> in 2012 and 2013, like I was always interested to see this. But I really do. I'm interested in guys spelling our pros if we can get enough of a lead to do it. I'm always interested in what we have in the farm system. I'm interested to see this catcher McGuire that we got from uh, from Pittsburgh and the Liriano deal. I hear I hear he's about a year away or so uh, from being from making a substantial impact. What's his name? Uh, last name is McGuire, and then we also got Harold Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez uh, in the Upton trade. Yeah, and then uh, oh Reese McGuire. Reese McGuire. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I, so it, w- it would be nice to see him up come up and and. and sp- play a little bit I, I like Siciliani I'd like to see how Pompey's doing because he's still yeah. a good Mississauga boy yeah. and I'm interested to see what what he has to offer uh, but none of those guys outside of a, an absolute chaotic experience will have any impact on what we're doing so uh, much less than in previous years right on yeah all right just you got anything you want to add sorry before <laughs> nope that's nail on the head man. okay this year's confidence yeah. so okay fuck it do you guys want to do any nostalgia pull or anything like that? Well, I'll, tell, I'll just talk a little bit about I went to the triple bobblehead game there with the pitchers, and it was really cool to see some of the old pitchers coming out. I love that the Blue Jays are – I mean, it's the 40s season. They're in tune with some of that kind of stuff. We've we've seen uh, even on Sunday there, they had Pat Gillick throw out the first pitch to Robbie Alomar, yeah. right? So I, I just like what they're doing. I know this was planned ahead of time, and I know the Blue Jays are pretty in tune with Canadiana and, and Heritage and stuff like that. So, But it was cool to see – with Doc Holliday and Tom Hankey and yeah. Dwayne Ward and Pat Hankin yeah, yeah. and Dave Steeb and Juan Guzman and all these yeah. other guys. Uh, the because the, Yeah, because these guys are my childhood, right? Yeah. And it's like there is a bit of – it's, it's, it's kind of – it's a little – it makes it re- – you remember that there's a pretty substantial gap between the mid – early to mid-90s. <laughs> And the late two thousands, you know, or outside when we were of the Jays, yeah, oh, outside the Jays, of yeah. outside of Doc, <laughs> you know, gray, but it was even cool to see, like, you know, there was video board messages from David Cohn and Roger Clemens oh, and all these guys cool. that, like, you like. So, I just like what they're doing. I know. Uh, I, you know, anniversaries don't come around all the time, and I feel like as true Blue Jay fans, it is good for us to celebrate these things. It's good to celebrate moments, and and to see all, every time before you go to the game now, you, you basically see from the time of uh, the first pitch by Jim Clancy and the, and the home runs by Doug Alton in the opening game all the way through to Jose Batista's bat flip and everything that's going on. They have these cool little video vignettes, and they're always paying tribute to the past, and I, and I, I just kind of like that they're doing that. It's a good year. Uh, you're exposing a lot of new fans to some of the heritage of the Blue Jays and maybe making them buy in like the Leafs. You know, it's it's harder to tie back to the Leafs because it's 50 years deep before there's anything meaningful. But at least with the Jays, within some of our lifetimes, there are things that we remember. And it's nice to remember those things at a time where 
it's not just remembering them and it's September baseball that nobody cares about. It's like, no, we remember this because we want it again. And, and, and so, like, I, I just, it's, it's neat. I've gone out to the ballpark a couple times when they've had these guys out. You know, they did the drive of 85 with the outfielders last mm-hmm. year. It's a good time in, in, in Blue Jays history. And, and we're basically starting a new chapter where all of the uh, Devon Whites and the Candy Maldonados of the past are going to be the Kevin Pillars yep. and the BJ uh, uh, Melvin Uptons and like this and that. And BJ I just, I, yeah, exactly. Why don't they call him BJ again? He's on the right team, right? Yeah. Okay. You know what? So, Oddly, he changed it the year that he, he changed It's ridiculous, yeah. but it was just foreshadowing. <laughs> so, yeah, but no, like, I, I think it's cool what they're doing. I think it's a good time to be a Blue Jays fan, especially if you've been a long time one. But even if you haven't been, if you're a new Blue Jays fan, it's a great time to get on board with some of the history because although it's not riddled with championships, it's still pretty unique and pretty cool and pretty Canadian. I agree. Uh, I mean, I'm obviously a homer, but I feel like our history is undervalued. I'm proud okay. of the history of this team, and I think every Jays fan should be. I mean, we've obviously had our downtimes. We're talking about the black and gray Jays or whatever, right, right. but for the Richard years, I know, I know the Expos. Yes, okay, whatever. He's but as Toronto's <laughs> one team, main team, to have two championships, winning playoff season, banners raised, mm-hmm. the amount of fandom. I just, I love this team and and what they've brought over the years, whether good or bad. And I think. Uh, people should I, they are and they should be appreciative of what the Jays have done for 40 years as Canada's team yeah. I got goosebumps when you said that yeah. <laughs> okay so I, I love them yeah just I, blue and I you know you. I think I'm the, but I think I think in some ways I mean I, I know you guys love hockey and maybe it's your first love but I, I feel like it I'm is. always the atypical Canadian the baseball is my first love and that this is my team I'll tell you I that, love that's a respect to the Jays that as a Canadian you are a baseball guy yeah but and you know what we also grew up and you're a couple years younger but we also grew up in the heyday, yeah, you know, like even when the Jays, yeah, eighty five was maybe first success year. That's and when I started playing. Like I started playing t ball in eighty seven. Right, like oh, I'm I, still I sperm at that point. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even realize that that was the, like. I mean, and I still wasn't watching the ball. Circles. Yeah, and I wasn't watching the ball game. But to have vivid memories of, of championships, and we talked about a reminiscing of this before, it shaped my childhood and it shaped my love of sports. And I, I feel like it. I never look down on anybody who loves hockey first because I love hockey second. Right. I get it, right? And I, and I think it's much more tied into the Canadian, the culture of, of our nation. But it's so cool to have a national team that represents my favorite mm-hmm. sport. And I go from coast to coast. I told you, I traveled around Alberta. I traveled around BC. And dude, there's Blue Jay hats everywhere. Everywhere. And even the Fairweather fans. I'm glad to have you guys. Let's all cheer as one nation yeah. because we don't have... That's the difference between hockey. Hockey divides us by province and by right. territory and stuff right, like right, that. Right. And you stupid Canadians fans that live in my Ugh. province, I don't Ugh. understand. Get you. Out. Right, you but guys. like the Blue Jays, <laughs> the Blue Jays are national. Yes, there are and, 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 and I'm yeah. not saying, and I think the Raptors are great, and I'm developing a love for basketball, but it's not as storied. Right, it's got 20 and years plus, right? Yeah. And until they do something like win a championship, it won't be national. Right, it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Right, so I just think it's a really unique thing. Summer in Canada is something we all look forward to because mm-hmm. yes. the dead of winter is something yep. we all dealt with, and oh. that's the reason to go indoors and play hockey and sweat yep. yourself off so you can warm up. You're so but right. I just, yeah, I just feel like uh, it's just it's such a, it's such a cool time to be a Toronto sports. I fan, truly, right? I truly believe Jays are part of our culture. Culture, a massive part the the boys of summer yeah, like, you know it is it's a country so thing it's a okay I'll, I'll tell you this um i had a, a friend come by the other day wearing the old school logo the um the original logo yeah we're in the hat blue background or white black background blue hat yep. and i said oh going vintage are you and he's like no i actually I just bought this <laughs> because i bought it because this is my favorite logo but i think that's special because 
right now I'm in this quest to kind of build this this studio into like somewhat of a Blue Jay shrine. Shrine, yeah. Very familiar with what it looks like. It looks like. amazing, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But um, what I'm looking for is, and it's very rare, is a um, Blue Jay the the big T logo that was mm. only up for one year in 2003. Yeah, with the J in the back. The background flexing the muscle. Yeah. Um, the te- the Texas the Texas logo that they adopted. <laughs> holiday, <laughs> holiday years. Yeah, and that they only had that for one year. And I'm looking for a baseball to go on that shelf that has that logo yeah. on it, and I can't find it. Yeah. But for me, it's the quest of of um, completing some of the heritage that is the is the Jays. Um, it's documented. You can find lots of banners or jerseys or hats with that, you can't find a baseball with it. Yeah. And if you can, let me know. And I'm not on Nation. Not on Nation. If you find it, let me know. I've looked. Uh, I've looked all over eBay, Amazon, Kijiji, everything. It's very difficult to find. Okay. Um, but that being said, what they, the 40 years of, of history that the Jays, what it, what it, for me, it, it defines what I love to do in the summertime. You know, I just told the, the, uplifting, courageous story of my beloved Chuggernauts winning the championship after years of being in the bottom. Underdog story of the year. You know what? I Disney called and they're like, hey, (laughs) we love this story. Pixar's animating you guys, I heard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the voice of my brother who who that's gonna be? (laughs) Robert De Niro. I was gonna say Robert Barb, sorry. Yeah, for me, um, the Blue Jays represent what I love about the summer. Athletics, sports, camaraderie, um, especially this team. You see these guys. You see Strowman and Estrada hanging out on the side in the sidelines. Um, you, you see these pictures of Kevin Pillar, um, just like big laughs at every like children's hospital hospital across the GTA. I, I love the Jays for how active they are and how they are the symbol of the summer for us. Um, They're honorary Canadians. Yeah, they are, and they perfect, embrace perfect. and they embrace it. And thank you for listening, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Jose, I Joey. love when they love this country and this yeah. team. Oh, Me man. Too. So good. Um, all right, boys. Um, is that good? What do you think? Oh, yeah. You know what? We should quickly do uh, answer Kyle's question. Because yes. you did throw out a couple questions here on Facebook, and we appreciate that, yeah. Kyle. So, so we'll do Kyle, and then we'll do predictions, and yeah. then we'll end it. Great call. Sounds Perfect. good. Totally okay. so yeah, all yeah, right. Let me, let me pull them up real quick. And, uh, Kyle! <laughs> let's see here. Just bear with me for two seconds. Yeah, no worries. Come on, boys. Um, I mean, let's, let's hustle here. Okay, let's so, get the technology going. So Kyle asked two questions, and um, we love you, Kyle. It was always great, and we I really enjoyed some of your uh, your special podcasts there. If you haven't heard them, you should go back and listen to them. They get progressively more amazing yeah. as the time goes <laughs> on. That is a good... They are episode uh, 38. We're going to call this one Kyle, part one to three. Okay, so um, Kyle asks, is Sanchez still a Cy Young contender? Why don't we start with that one first? Jesse, you can go first. Sanchez, based on it, like obviously he's been uh, spotted a little bit, thrown down in the minors for 15 days to save his arm, so on and so forth. Can he still win the Cy Young? In- do, do I think he is, or yes. is he actually? Uh, Why don't you give me both? Yes. I. We, so how's everybody else in the Cy Young race is really the big question for me there. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's a legitimate case to be made for Corey Kluber. Yeah. I think there's a legitimate case to be made for J.A. Happ in some ways. Um, uh, That's been actually circulating more recently about Hap. Chris, Chris Sale, if he was on a winning team, but I feel yeah. like I feel like in the same team, I feel like in the same vein that winning team matters for MVP, I feel like it does for Cy Young too. Okay. Well, so, so so here's the thing: if, if the Jays clinch, if we clinch before Fenway, mm-hmm. and Sanchez is a part of that, then I think there's a very strong chance. Okay. So there's my answer. Okay. Uh, out of pure love for for what he's done this season, I say it's hard to to imagine anyone else going through this and not being shooken up. 
Um, so I think out of, you, you see that. And if he goes out and wins his next three stars or whatever he has, he finishes a season, uh, what, 14-3? Yeah, 14 exactly. You know, you, How can he not? It, it's hard. I, I feel like... Is there a better because story? Because unfortunately, sometimes wins matter in yeah. this conversation. And if he doesn't get enough starts, he may find himself out of the conversation. Right. I don't necessarily agree with and it, but it's just the reality the, of the 20-game right? winner. So you, they always want to have Fucking a Fucking old boys club with these goddamn things. Listen, Clemens won a... Won a Cy Young just on the fact they had 21 wins. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and I don't think it's, it should be totally dismissed, but I do think it's a, an important, it, it's a somewhat important stat. Yeah, so, like, I guess, and my my view is, is he still a contender? Sure he is. Is he going to win it? Probably not. And it's not through any fault of his own. It's because of the mismanaged but righted system of the current regime. And I think Solid that's, point. Yeah, so yeah. I like I don't, I don't and I think he's going to be a guy that's perennially in the conversation. I think he's going to be a top ten pitcher in the American League for years to come. Yeah. I think we all see it. I think we all agree that if he's not our ace right now, he's certainly our future ace. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think uh, unfortunately, maybe his his counting stats and his wins will fall a little shy. But if you're asking me, who my Cy Young, like I, I mean, I watch him all the time, and I, I can't. As much as I love Hap and what he's done, I, I, I think that uh, it would be difficult for him to uh, to pull it off this year. But I'm hoping for next year. All right. Next one. Can Donaldson repeat as MVP? Why don't we start with you, Anthony? Do you think he can make it back-to-back? I don't see why he can't. I mean, his numbers are close enough. Yeah. And in um, fact, they're better in some ways. Yeah. I, I mean, overall, uh, I think last year was um, a very big honeymoon stage for Toronto fans and Josh Donaldson. Uh, you know, first time, first time Blue Jay, uh, really had a lot to prove. Fan, they traded a fan favorite for him, so he really had to bring it, and he did, and he was more impressive than we could ever ask for. Yep. But not only that, uh, and I think you said earlier in the podcast, he is a goddamn catalyst for this team. Yep. This is a get it done league, not the you know try leagues. Yep. Um, and and for that, I respect that. And he, you know, when when do you? The only time I see Josh Donaldson not put a hundred percent into something is when he's hurt and he can't run to first base on ground out. Mm. Right. Other than that, you know, he, fine, he might trot a little bit, but the guy is in and out um, the most valuable player on the team. When Josh Johnson goes out, the team's going to have a hard... Like, Barney's filled in nicely, but that's all he's done. He's, he's, not, the, he's not Josh Johnson, nor could he be, nor should he be. No replacement. But when that guy goes down, that guy's a heartbeat. You know, you want to talk about things, like you want to talk about a guy like Stroman being the heart of the team. Well, Josh... Josh Donaldson is a heartbeat. He's yes. what pumps the blood throughout this, the team. And, the, you know, you look at Joey Bass and the smarts that he carries. He could be the brain. Edwin could be the muscle. You look around, um, you know, you, you look at definitely Travis is the ass of the team. Because that guy, you ever see guy's ass? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like someone's trying to smuggle two melons around. That guy's got an ass for days. <laughs> nice. You know, you know and, and definitely for sure, uh, Martin's the back of the team. He's a guy that everyone just kind of leans on. Yeah. He's, got the, he's got the most knowledge in he's there. He's the uh, quiet team captain. Yeah, so, I mean... I, I strongly believe that he is a beat. He is the thrust in the heart. Jesse, how about you? Donaldson, MVP. I want him to, and I think he can. I don't think he will, unless September is or September is his month. Like I, I think if we're coming towards playoffs and we're just talking about what Donaldson has just done in the last three weeks, yeah. and he's what, f- however many home runs that is, mm-hmm. and he's just on fire, and the hair's flowing fucking majestically. Making great plays. Exactly. So. 
I think the potential's there. I think of like an MVP, he's maybe at like a 70, 75% right now yeah. out of 100. So I think if, if he turns it up, yes, absolutely. And if it's our story, Jay's clinched the ALEs and, and the Yankees and Boston, everybody's still fucking there. Absolutely. He's at what, 33 home runs right now? 34. Yeah. 34. 34. Okay. So he's six away from last year's 40. Exactly. There's no, uh, I feel like he has to, he has to hit that. That's exactly it. So if the September prediction, exactly. So September five home runs or more, six home runs, I guess what we're saying. Yeah, I guess. And and it's his month and we're talking about Donaldson. Then yes. Okay. You know what? It's a tough race this year. It's actually tougher than last year because last year was between Josh Donaldson and Mike Trout and there was no other discussion. Right. And now this year you're looking at uh, Mike Trout, Jose Altuve, who's had a great year, Mookie Betts, who's also had a great year, and Josh Donaldson. I could see Altuve. To me, those are the four of them. I think that value to a team matters in terms of team production. And I think Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. I don't think that's really up for debate, to be honest with you, when you look at what he does in overall package. But his team is 25 wins uh, under 500. So to me, he's out this year. He doesn't have a chance. At least they came close. They crept. They got close last year to the wild card. It wasn't as, as destitute as it is right now. So Mike Trout, there's always next year. Jose Altuve, unless Houston goes like a bat out of hell right now, as much as I like the way he plays, and he's pretty impressive for what he is, you know, small guy, small frame, and putting up big power numbers this yep, year, actually, yep, right? Yep. So, uh, as well as well as that speed and defense, um, I think I think he has an outside chance. I think it comes down to between Josh Donaldson and Mookie Betts, and I honestly, wow. I, I, I and. I like Mookie uh, for what he does, but I don't think he's as proven. I think Josh has a big September, and I say he wins the MVP back-to-back. Boom. That's my choice. That's now, my call. If Houston makes the playoffs, though, then I see. Then, then, then exactly. Then I, I see Altuve wins it that's hands the down. Exactly. Okay. I would agree with okay. that. So let's start making some predictions. Okay. okay. Anyone want to throw anything out before I start? I got nothing. Start. Okay. I think Josh Allison hits a 40 home run mark in the month of September. Okay. okay. Solid. I say Russell Martin continues the pace. Yeah. What What does that mean though? You need to be more specific. I know. I'm trying to. I think. So he what was hit eight home runs last month. Mm-hmm. So you think he's gonna hit another eight home runs? I mean, he's hot, but I don't know if he's at. You know what, Jesse? Just he. They might slow him down a little bit too. They might rust him a yeah. bit. Yeah. Him. Yeah. So yeah. Be, be I think I. I think I'm that. so excited maybe, about Martin's yeah. play. I think if maybe he played five. every day, you know, you might be looking at something like that. But I think they're going to slow him down a bit. I think they're going to put Deonor out there a lot. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Okay. That's okay. not my prediction. I'm okay. Come back. To All me. right. Let's Come back it. to me. Okay. Fuck that. Okay, Mikey. Um. You guys are good for talking me out of that. Talking me down off the ledge. I'm like so fired up for Martin right now. It's unbelievable. My prediction is that the playoff starting left fielder is Melvin Upton, not Michael Saunders. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. That I can see happening. Okay. Do you have something? Because I'm ready to go again. Okay. You know what? I'm going to say we're going to clinch before Fenway. Fuck it. Wow. I like it. I'll just put that out there. One of us doing it. I'm doing it. And I, I think the wild card spot, that's not us. It's going to come down to, like, the last game. Okay. I don't know how I want to word that prediction, but I think whatever that final spot is, that's between okay. whoever, whatever team. Um, okay, figure out how you want to word yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, do you want to throw out any pitching predictions? Um because I think I think Chavez is oh no, sorry wow uh, Sanchez living in the past <laughs> yeah I think Chavez is gonna pick it up uh, I think Sanchez is gonna win his next three starts 
I think that's I think that's a strong prediction. I like nothing in Sanchez's um, season so far. I mean, they rested him not because of anything except for trying to conserve innings. Like this right. guy is unbelievable. And if he's been keeping himself stretched out, I think he's gonna be a man on mission when he gets I back. I think so too. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna lead this rotation by sheer will and 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 determination. Um, All right, you want to throw one more prediction out there? Because then we'll do we'll do the record in in um, in September. I gotta figure out how many games are there. Um, yeah, just give me one moment here. I want to look up something real quick. All of the, um, all of the excitement's getting to us. Yeah. We're all, okay, do you know how do you, how you want to word that thing, Jesse? The, just the, the final wild card spot. Okay. We'll come down to. Okay, wild, wild card won't be decided till last game? Yeah. Okay. So will it be a game 163 or it'll be finished there? I'd love to see a playoff. I'd like to see somebody else waste their ace. Mm, no, I I want I would love to see that too, Mike. I would really love to see that, especially with what's going on. But no, I think whoever they're going to win game one sixty two, and that's going to propel them. Okay. My, pred- my prediction is that Edwin Encarnacion ends the season with forty five home runs. Whoa! Mm. Let's see, thirty nine and one hundred and twenty eight RBIs. How many home runs? Sorry, forty five. And how many RBIs? 128. He's at 36, 106 right now. That's an, okay. RB, that's an RBI a game and nine home runs. All right, let me figure out how many games. I almost want to be like Hap gets to 20 wins. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't that be nice? That, actually, that's not, that's not bad. It's not crazy. Because he's at 17 now. He's right? at 17. 17, and hopefully he gets one tonight. First MLB so not, pitcher this year crazy. to get to 17. Okay, so I... Throw it down. No, I was going to say Porcello's got 18. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Marcelo got eighteen yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, want so you want that or what? First to twenty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Do it. Hap first. Hey 20. man, I got that Batista one last <laughs> prediction right. I can't get any fucking. <laughs> Hap gets or first first to get. First to twenty. All right. So in September we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Twenty-seven games, twenty-eight games. Holy shit! They only have three days off in the month of September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's August, saying, August gonna, was their big month. Honestly, off. if we get out to a nice little clip here, they're going to start. Actually, they're twenty twenty-seven games. They're going to take it easy and throw a few of these uh, forty-minute guys out. Okay, so twenty-seven games in the month of September. What's the Jays' record? Twenty-seven games and a lot of divisional games. So if the, 15 the, and 12. Damn, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Fuck, I should have been quicker. God damn it. 15 and 12. You Okay, Jesse, what do you want to say? You want to do the prices right and do like... Uh, yeah, we're doing 16 and 11, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing... Six, I was... Go, I honestly... 15, 12, because I do not want to do 14, 13, too close to 500, but... Yeah. Um, I hope, so <sighs> the Jays need to go red hot. Um, 16 and 11 is nice. I like that. Yeah, it's a good number, right? <laughs> uh, Let's do it. Uh, so it's 14 and 13 I don't want to do that so that was 17 and 10 yeah you're going 17 10 baby yeah I'll do 17 10 boom that's sexy <laughs> that is sexy 25 okay. and 2 yeah I don't want I'll be a wreck the entire <laughs> month I'll tell you that <laughs> alright gentlemen wow. buddy this has been a good one yeah, 94 good. minutes good August for a good podcast oh man so good so um 
Go Jays Go, we are going to post some photos that we took and taken for the Bud Light, hashtag Bud Light Living uh, competition. Bud Light Living, check it out. Don't enter because we'd like to win. Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Go Jays Go. Uh, you guys want to say anything else signing off? Go Jays Go. No, I look forward to talking to everybody just yeah. before the playoffs start. I'm yeah, I'm excited for our playoff talk coming oh, up. so exciting. Yeah. Well, it's going to happen shortly. I guess we'll have... One. We're going to do one before the playoff, right before. You know what we'll do? We'll do a, a wrap-up of September, and then yeah. we'll do a, a playoff prediction. Yeah, uh, we need a playoff episode on its own, yeah. even if it's small, but yeah. we're doing our September one as well. Okay, sounds good. I also want to say thanks to everybody for listening to all the different podcasts we've got here. I know uh, Anthony's been telling me we've got some really good numbers over the last week or yeah, so. Amazing. so please, yeah, please amazing. Please keep that going. Keep the support going. We do this out of love, not out of not for money or anything like that. So we just like to share our views, and hopefully you enjoy what we're saying. Give us all the feedback you can on the yeah. Facebook group and Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. So thanks for the love and keep it going. Let's end on that. Way to go, coach. Amazing. Go Jays go. Go Jays go. Everybody high five? Yeah, let's do it. Woo!